Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on judgmentalism. Let's do this. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Um, I don't know how you got here, but I am glad you're here. You know, lately I've been receiving a lot of good ratings on the podcast. Thank you for that. We are up to 199 ratings total and really not a whole lot of four ratings compared to the five ratings. And in fact, iTunes is keeping it at that five star rating. That's awesome. If you want to help me hit 200 ratings or just go up and way above it, head on to iTunes and do that. It really helps in the search rankings. If you find this uh, podcast has been helpful to you in your life, that could be a really good way of helping me and the life of this podcast. You know, another thing is I I don't run ads. And so a way to help support this podcast is um, supporting my music. If you go on iTunes uh, or really anywhere else, Google Play, Amazon, you can purchase my new album that was released about a month ago called Believe. And you can just search Phil Larson Believe, you know, and even on streaming services, add it to your playlists, save it. You know, Apple Music, Spotify, check it out. Search Phil Larson Believe. And links to my music are displayed in the show's notes, which I I think now if you scroll down, iTunes updated their podcast app, but whatever your particular podcast app does, there should be a way to see details on the show and then also links. And they're called show notes. So sorry about the commercial. That actually doesn't happen a lot. But thank you for your support. It doesn't go unnoticed. Friends, I'm alive. Last Saturday, I ran my first marathon and I survived. I finished. And it was truly an incredible experience. And I got surprised by the, by the whole thing. It was just floored. You know, I've been sharing about that on the podcast and I've been sharing about it in our kind of internal uh, community called Internal Motivators on Facebook. You can go to internalmotivators.com to get there. And one of our internal motivators was at that race. She had coached several people to be in the marathon, and I met her at mile five. She just jumped in and jogged alongside me for a little bit and so we could meet. And she was such an encouragement. Andy McGreevy, thank you for joining me. You know, you've been joining me along the way in this podcast journey, and now you joined me on my first marathon. How cool is that? How our paths cross with people we would have never met if we had decided not to put ourselves out there and do something. And I I learned a lot of things from the marathon. Um, One of the main things I learned that day was that I'm a judgmental person. I do a lot of judging of the outward appearance and people who looked different than me. People that I judged that would have different fitness levels, you know, seniors, people that I ascribed my own definitions of disabilities too, you know, people with crippled legs, people that I made outward appearance based judgments on were faster than me. (laughs) They were passing me up and that's not what it's all about, but it was enlightening. Some of your race results you see afterwards online, some of the results they have you grouped out based on your age and gender. And I'm in this 30 to 34 male group. And this group encompasses many elite runners in the world and several top finishers. And I was working hard just to remain where I was in the last 5% of the runners. There's this Sioux Indian prayer that says, Great Spirit, help me never to judge another 
until I have walked in their moccasins for two weeks. And uh, boy, did those 26.2 miles feel like two weeks. And by the end, it didn't matter what people looked like. It didn't matter where they were from or their political views or anything. We were giving each other fist bumps and encouragements and saying, you can do this and we have to be almost there. We shared this common goal of greater importance that really made everything else not matter so much. You know, putting ourselves in the same light as those different from us dissipates the shadows of our uncertainties about them. The light magnifies what is the same about us. We're all running and we have our own reasons. But when you hit what feels like two weeks in someone else's moccasins, like that prayer said, or you find yourself alongside someone during the hardest miles, for me it was mile 22 and 23, you find it impossible to judge someone's reason for running as inferior to yours because you share the common goal of finishing. No matter how you look or smell or feel or what it takes to do it. And those people, were I to walk by them in the market, those people that I judged, I saw as equals. And it's easy to get down on ourselves. Ah, (laughs) I suck. (laughs) I'm no good. But it's when you're judgmental, you don't notice you're judgmental. You notice your judgmentalism when it falls away. And there on my run, the further I got, and I continued to get passed up by people I had judged, it began to fall away and I began to notice it. And that's when we need to let that noticing teach us something about ourselves. And for me, I'm insecure of my own outward appearance. I am. And I get on this perfectionist attitude that I have to be a certain way. I have to look a certain way. And other people do too. They have to somehow know what I expect of them and reach that unattainable expectation. And if not, they will be judged. And I am here to come clean. And I don't want to be that person anymore. And if we could all run a marathon, we may find ourselves pushed to our limit And watch our judgments begin to fall away and notice them. So if you've been wondering whether you should do it or not, you should do it. You could do it. You really can. And uh, I told myself for years, I'm I'm no runner. It's not about that. For me, I raised $1,400 for World Vision and brought water to 28 people for life. That's pretty sweet. You know, you can do this with a group of people. Make your own goals. Push yourself. But you don't have to run the whole time either if that's what scares you. I did an interval of run seven minutes, walk three minutes, the whole time, and I made it. (laughs) And now I have a time to beat next year just for a little healthy, fun competition with myself. But the greater takeaway is what I learned from what fell away, my judgments. And I get to have compassion and grace on myself, seeing myself as human. It's okay. This is who we are. And in order to get to who we want to be, we must notice these things. And sometimes it takes pushing your body physically to the limit to get to your mental limits and your spiritual limits. And in there, beyond the comfort zone, we find the blessing. We find the growth. So what are you going to do? Here we are at the end, and in every episode, we decide to take action. We decide to catch a reflection of ourselves in the mirror at some point today. You know, maybe it's now, maybe it's in your car, maybe it's when you get to work, go into the bathroom, find yourself, find your reflection, and we we decide to do some 
positive self-talk affirmation, reinforced by neuroscience and neuroplasticity in order to change our narratives and the way we think about ourselves. This is possible. So when you find a reflection of yourself, will you say this? Today, I will see others in the same light I see myself and notice my judgments as they fall away. In all honesty, in the near future, I am a little fearful because there are people coming into my life that are different than me, that, I, that see di- things differently than I do. It's really easy right now, as I don't know them, to cast judgment. To get beyond that, we must find common ground. We must seek to understand the things about them that we can relate to and see them as people. This is hard for me, really hard. It doesn't come naturally, no. No, because we like to surround ourselves with the echo chambers that make us feel comfortable. It's e- Life is easier that way. It really can be. And in talking about this with my buddy Isaac, he says, there's very little growth without challenge. And as another wise person in my life repeats, there's no relationship without conflict. The sobering reality is there's very little room in my heart for anyone new with my judgments. To open that up and just let my judgments fall away is my choice. I can choose not to, but I've done that. And I've really hurt myself in doing that. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I hope you don't either. It starts with you. You.